Big Gun Ball Talk. The divisional previews keep on rolling. Pacific Division, Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel. We're going to some of the sunshine states out here. Uh, the Pacific Division, sunny California. Jordan, uh, there's just no better place, man. San Andreas, uh, you know, you can go down there. Uh, you can mess around. Nobody's even going to say nothing about it. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a state full of... Uh, uh, interesting tidbits, uh, very uh, quaint history. Uh, I mean, Jordan, when you, when you think of uh, when you think of California, I mean, what is your uh, what, what are your thoughts, man? What are your initial impressions? Have you ever uh, been to in, California? Well, I was in the L.A. airport one time on the way to Australia when I was ten. Nice. Uh, so I uh, was it LAX probably. I'm not sure. Is there another one? I I don't know. But uh, that's that's where that's as far as I've been. But I'd love to to go properly, um, you know. And Matt, I feel like Phoenix is going to be feel disrespected here. This is not just California teams. Yeah, true. Arizona, yeah, we'll fuck them. Arizona, yeah, Arizona's in this too. But you're right, you're right. Fuck them. Um, never mind. But uh, no, stop. I mean, pit stop at Glendale. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, California it looks beautiful. Want to go see see the big uh, the the big redwoods, uh, the mountains, the uh, the sea. Um, Maybe we could do a. I mean, we always say this: a, a live show down there. Uh, yeah, we just, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, we need we need some support, but but we we we're willing to do it for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I know we got some uh, some listeners in that uh, that the yay area, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, some of you guys are uh, are are waiting on bated breath to hear our takes. Even though I don't feel like uh, you know we're always the most positive about a lot of the teams uh, from from the Pacific Division, and uh, I, I I think there's no uh, better segue to get this kicked off than uh, than by talking about. The Los Angeles Clippers, uh, obviously uh, another uh, all-around, uh, I mean, disappointing year. At the end of the day, any year that you're not competing for the, uh, you know, in the conference finals or in uh, you know the NBA finals, uh, I would say is essentially a failure based on what you know the expectations and hype surrounding this Clippers team. And uh, you know, last year, once again, just nothing really to be proud of, nothing to really do. Uh, you know, obviously Kawhi Leonard going down, missing the playoffs. Uh, not really having uh, you know anything uh, you know to do with that series. Uh, Paul George missed a ton of time uh, during the regular season as well. Uh, and, and you know the off season, I, I think that they made some nice moves here, Jordan. But I mean, uh, I want to get your take on it. But I think that at this point, as good as I think the Clippers can be, I'm just never gonna believe them or take them seriously at this point. They just always seem like something is going to go wrong uh, for them, and, and that's not just this Kawhi Leonard, Paul George era. Every single Clippers era has been uh, just full of high expectations and uh, absolutely poor results. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, they're one of the teams. Like every year, every year some expert or pundit tries to like jump on it and they say like you know what why is no one why has everyone forgot about the clippers it's Kawhi. it's paul george they're gonna do it this year i'm never gonna be that person uh they could prove me wrong they could you know get to the conference finals or something they've always had that ability no one's argued that just with those two top guys um, but I am never, ever going to predict that they're going to do well. I'm not going to expect it. I'm not going to, um, the, I'm not going to bet on it. Like they, they, they're just, they're, they're one of the teams they are going to have to show it to me before I can believe it because mm-hmm. guys with health problems don't, uh, y- you tell me, Matt, are, are there any guys with, uh, you know, health problems they've been dealing with for a long time that, that suddenly get better when they're 33 or 32? Yeah, I think it's, uh, um, the list would probably be pretty short, uh, spe- yeah. especially when they, they institute a new rule where uh, now they're not allowed to just rest when they, uh, they're feeling achy. So I think this is yeah, going to be a, a very uh, a huge reality check 
for uh, the, yeah. the Clippers right now. Like, it's not like these guys are, uh, you know, like, what in your from like 24 to 29 like the 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 number after the 2 doesn't really matter as much as soon as you cross that 3 mm-hmm. that 30 barrier the that every year is almost like it exponentially gets harder to be effective uh, as you go through your 30s so like i know uh, you know Kawhi Leonard is 32 Paul George is 33 right now they're still in their primes quote unquote players are playing a lot no- longer i get it but they're just their their most effective days are behind them, really, because there's only so much they can bring as like you know in terms of their the way they think the game and their smarts that can make up for their lack of explosiveness. Both these guys mm-hmm. were at one point quite explosive. I just don't. I think they've mostly lost that. Um, you know, the, sorry, I'm I'm misspeaking. They haven't lost it, but they're not going to get back to that level where they were. And then, mm-hmm. and if anything, they're going to slowly decline. So. While these two, they're they're still two of the best players in the NBA. Uh, I just don't trust them to be on the court, particularly uh, at the same time for long stretches. Um, and then outside of that, I mean, I feel like a broken record. They, j- I just hate their construction. Uh, they just get a whole bunch of these wings. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's Steve Ballmer who who is the one pushing for this, uh, or if it's I think Lawrence Frank's in their front office still. I don't know why. They're, they've been so adamant on this because, like, the teams, you need a a, a, a a team that's at least constructed in a way where, you know, you have roles that make sense and you have, uh, you know, different guys in different areas at different positions that, that can be successful. And, like, so you, even a guy like, like, like you, could, you, you could make the case after uh, PG and Kawhi that Terrence Mann's maybe their third most important guy. It's not really clear where to play Terrence Mann. Like, yeah. is he playing... Yeah. Uh, a point guard full time? No, he can't really do that. Is he? Is he at the two? Well, sometimes Kawhi and PG are at the two if they're you know one of them if if they're playing uh, a little bit bigger. Uh, so like, there there there's that whole issue. Uh, you've you've got basically one good reliable big in in Zubac. I I know you got uh, Plum. Hey, come on, well man, Plum Dog. I love I love I the Plum Dog. He can hold it down. Mr. Plum Sauce. Um, I, I I know he's there, but you know he's he's not going to do that much for you. I think he's a really good you know backup but outside of that like the the quote-unquote fours that you have um are you're either getting one of your two big guys to play up where they're not necessarily comfortable you've got a washed up at this point robert covington you got nick batum all these guys getting old like there's no there's no like surprise players on this clippers roster that's like oh look at this guy who took Mm -hmm. a jump because they don't really have any good young players outside of someone like terrence Mann. but again he's in a bit of a log jam and I just, the biggest issue I've had with the Clippers this entire time is they don't have a real fucking point guard. Everyone who's ever said, oh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can can handle the playmaking responsibilities themselves. No, they can't. No, they can't. Yeah. Kawhi can't do that. Paul George, yes, he has great assist numbers. Uh, you know, he's a triple-double threat. He, and he is a good passer. But he's not a set-up-the-offense type guy, and you don't want him doing that. No, that's uh, a waste. He's not a run-the-pick-and-roll type guy. So... They're still going to roll out here with Russell fucking Westbrook, uh, and I don't care how many videos I see of him looking locked in in the offseason. Hey, um, pe- people, I, he's just people not... keep showing these uh, clips from the Obama administration, and uh, <laughs> everyone thinks that, okay, this is going to be good. They're a championship-winning uh, team now. You're so right. I know. It's true. And I just I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. I know he was better that, you know, it, we both were on the train that this was the right team for him to go to. It was. But you've got a whole season now of this. 
I just, it, it's still Russ. He's still going to brick his threes. He's going to take shots at the end of games he shouldn't. He's going to play absolutely no defense. Spacing uh, sucks. Which is, it can't space. And, and the no defense thing is the complete opposite of how Tyron Lue wants to run things, like a tight ship on that end. Like the Clippers have consistently been a good defensive team when they have everyone. Um, so I just think it's going to be a bit of a mess again, but their mm-hmm. top-end talent's going to drag them, even if it's just one of those guys, uh, is going to drag them into the 5-6 seed, and they're going to make the, you know, they're, they're, they're going to maybe get out of the first round again. Um, but I don't see them uh, going past that. I just don't. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's the same exact, like, you could just, honestly, Alex, just copy and paste my thoughts about last year's Clippers in, <laughs> into this. You don't even have to listen to that. It's yeah. the same. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and I'll say this, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, you know, this team is not to be trusted, like, you know, anybody out there who's uh, looking to, you know, get some skin in on the, uh, the some NBA futures this year, like, I would avoid the, the Clippers uh, like a plague, uh, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, in a world where, you know, you can just go into the 2K sliders and, uh, you know, turn off, uh, turn off injuries and just let the season play out. This team does have potential to, you know, make some noise. They've got enough veteran guys that, you know, as much as they're older, you know, they can hold it down. They're not going to make any mistakes. They're going to know how to play the role. You know, you've got, uh, yeah, like you said, Terrence Mann, Norman Powell coming off the bench. Uh, you, you know, they've got, you've even got Bones Highland if you wanted to run him and uh, Terrence Mann in the backcourt and just go all offense. Yeah. Uh, you know, Norm's undersized, but he can play the three if he needs to. A guy that I'm looking at, though, that uh, you know I think could potentially you know make a a big statement uh, you know in his time here now with the Clippers, uh, you know after spending a, a season or two with uh, the Rockets, Kenyon Martin Jr. Uh, you know I think a guy like that, especially with you know all the injuries that are going to be happening, uh, you know and it's just bound to happen with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. You know he can play the three, the four, like he'll be able to help out and fill that space. Like I think a lot of people should uh, kind of be circling him as a, you know maybe even a fantasy basketball play. Uh, might be a guy you can get the late in the rounds that could uh, that, that could really make some noise. Uh, but but all in all, I do think this team has a lot of talent. They've got guys who have played in big games, championship experience. Like it, in the perfect world, this could be like a, a borderline championship contender. You know, and again, we've talked about how deep the West is, and you know, the, this is just the the tip of the iceberg in the West. Uh, you know, especially even in their own division, uh, there's some yeah. pretty uh, pretty stacked teams that we're going to get into. Um, but it's a uh, it, it's a team that I just feel is built to disappoint. And uh, at, at this point, we've yeah. seen it so many times until the, I can see a full season of Kawhi being healthy or, uh, you know, Paul George healthy at the same time. Uh, I, I'll Then maybe I can start getting excited. But at this point, this team just seems like it's always going to be a hypothetical. It's going to be an asterisk team. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, uh, Steve Ballmer and Pat Bev uh, cursed this team by saying that they were they get, they get, they get the parade ready. They feel like they already won the championship. You guys cursed it. The basketball gods uh, will always strike down upon the heathens that uh, that don't respect it. So uh, that that's my final thoughts. Uh, Clippers, I'm I'm out. I'm out on you. Uh, but I would like to be in on you. <laughs> You'd like to be in them, yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I get it. And I mean, hey, when we go, when we do the live show, uh, down, uh, down in LA, I do want to check out the that new Clippers Arena, all those new toilets, toilets. Yeah, that's uh, what you want. It. Can't wait. Uh, well, uh, you know, moving aside from the Dookie, let's talk about uh, the the Sacramento Kings. Uh, one of the best stories of the uh, the NBA season last year. 
Uh, I mean, uh, nobody kind of expected them to, to really make any noise or do anything. Uh, you know, thought, thought it was going to be the same old Kings, missing the playoffs, uh, finishing, uh, you know, the 10th seed. Uh, but that wasn't the case. Uh, a really great start to the season, and they just never slowed down. Uh, Demonis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox emerging as, you know, uh, new superstars in the NBA. Uh, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, making some noise into the future, uh, including this year, uh, you know, they, they fell to the Golden State Warriors in a really competitive series. Uh, it was back and forth. Uh, a lot of people, you know, that thought it could have went either way. Um, but now that they've got that, you know, experience against a team with, uh, you know, a championship pedigree, uh, you know, the, the, and they, they, they did perform very well throughout the series, uh, or at least most of the series. Uh, you know, when you look at this year's team, Jordan, uh, I wish I wish I could be bigger on them. I really do. I wish that I could be bigger on them. Uh, but like we said, with how competitive every other team is in the NBA, like this, I think that they are going to be right around the bubble of the play-in. Still, uh, I mean, maybe they can avoid it. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, they they brought back a pretty well the same squad uh, from last year. They've still got a lot of guys who are going to be getting better. Um, but I think for me, Jordan, when I look at this team, my biggest concern comes from you know, their forward depth. Uh, at, the, at this point in his career, Harrison Barnes, I'm sorry, man, like a great vet and, and everything, but I mean, when it comes to showing up in the playoffs, that's never been him. Uh, he's never been able to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, when you when you look at their their backup threes, I mean, uh, you know, Kessler Edwards, that's not going to work. Uh, Chris Dorte, uh, you know, he's showing some flashes, but he's sure not uh, ready for that role yet. Uh, you could slide Malik Monk down to the three, but then he's just going to be getting dunked on by whoever uh you know they've got uh, on the other side uh it, it, we'll, we'll see how uh Veznikov turns out here but i mean at the end of the day i do think that this is a thin 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 team and uh i, I as much as you know a lot of people were hyping up some of these uh off-season signings they've made uh i i, I think that the kings are going to have a bit of a step back this year uh in comparison to last year because Really, at the end of the day, they did catch a lot of teams off guard. Nobody expected them to be able to play this well, play this fast, uh, you know, and, and click the way they did. I think in the offseason, a lot of coaches were able to crunch some tape, watch some film. I think that it's, uh, a lot of teams are going to be cracking down and finding ways to kind of limit the uh, the, the effect that uh, the, this high-octane high offense of uh, the, the Kings has. And uh, I, I think once you get some of these guys a little bit more tired, that, that depth is going to come back to bite them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they didn't really look to upgrade in any major way this offseason. Um, and I think, I, yeah, I think that was maybe a bit of a mistake. I think maybe, I, I, I do sort of agree that they're, I think they think based on last year that they're a little bit better than they are. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, you know, I, I know they got they got to the third seed last year. That was super impressive. Um, and they deserved it. But it was a lot of incredible play by De'Aaron Fox at the end at the end of games uh bailing them out a lot of the times I don't know if he'll necessarily be able to do that again um and and yeah a lot of it just you know around that I I think came down to uh them them getting lucky in a lot of different ways and I just think the west like you, you see this all the time you, you have to account for other people getting better not just mm -hmm. you know you you can't say oh we were good last year, so we're going to be good again. The West, uh, almost every good team around the Kings and outside of the Kings has made uh, what I would say more significant upgrades than they have. 
um, pretty much, uh, you know, every team, not really the Clippers we just talked about, um, but, but, you know, other teams have sort of retooled, um, and yeah, I think, I think it's just going to be harder for them to stay in that level of the top four of of the playoff bracket, And, and, and yeah, I would be surprised if they were there again, unless they make some sort of move. I mean, this team was in the conversation to get a guy like OG Ananobi, uh, that some of the, add some of that front court depth that we're talking about. Um, you know, that, that's that's something I, I would like to see them explore. I, mm-hmm. I agree, Har- Harrison Barnes, he's been a great vet for them, I think. Um, and I, I do value what his role is on this team. But I think, like, there, the... I, I agree maybe you ship him out and you, you exchange him with, with someone a bit younger um, and a bit more versatile at this point. Like, uh, he, he, he's, he, he's reliable for his, you know, 15 to 18. He'll hit a few threes. But, yeah, in, in the playoffs, he's very easy to game plan against and, and he's not really going to step outside of his role. He's not really ever going to surprise you. But, like, you look around the league at guys who could be available um, – even you know, I'm I'm not necessarily his biggest fan, but you know, maybe maybe uh, Jeremy Grant up in Portland, you, it'd be yeah. hard to make the money work. But like someone like that, someone on a team who's you know maybe on a downward trajectory, looking to dump some of their better players, maybe look to pick someone up there because yeah, that that you know you you've, you've got Sabonis, a really good anchor in that front court, but outside of that, you do have a lot of questions. Um, but like in house, they're gonna be really relying and and hoping that. Keegan Murray can make a massive step this year mm-hmm. and fill that that sort of three four uh, void for them. Um, like he, I, he was great last year, one of one of the best rookies that was 100%. there. It was my pick to win rookie of the year? Didn't quite pan out, uh, but I mean he was probably the most effective rookie you could argue, I suppose, uh, when it comes to playing meaningful basketball. Yeah, hundred percent. No, he was he was great, and he was still playable in the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, and he showed all the things. You know that that we thought uh, you know he was going to be almost right away. People kind of clowned them for for the pick. Uh, you know he's, he's a little bit older. You know not ex- necessarily explosive, but he does everything that the Kings needed. And it, it yeah, so far it's really panned out. Like I wouldn't be surprised if if you s- saw a lot more this year. Um, you know of maybe trying out Keegan Murray at the four next to Sabonis and just mm-hmm. seeing how he can handle it. Um, and then you know. He, you're talking about sliding people to the three. Malik Monk can't really do it, but I think Kevin Herter with his size can maybe do it at six seven. He can, I think he can dabble in in moving up a little bit. Um, and then you're you're gonna have Darren Darren Fox out there most of the time. And I actually think you know Chris Duarte, who was who was brought over last year, uh, who who didn't really do much. He was injured um, for for uh, you know out for the season basically. I do think he is kind of an X factor for them to to see how it you know see how things pan out because. He was great as a rookie in Indiana, um, and then you know they 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 draft Matherin. There's a bit of a logjam over there. I think he's if he's freed up to play to actually get minutes at at the shooting guard. I I, I think Chris Duarte is a really good pairing next to De'Aaron Fox. He, he he's got good size as well. Can defend. Uh, can do a little bit of everything. Um, so so I'm interested to see how that plays out. But but yeah, just just generally, you look at all the guards that they have. Um, compared to the forwards that they have, there's just a mm-hmm. bit of an imbalance. Like you don't need those guys I just mentioned, plus um, uh, Davion Mitchell, plus Malik Monk. Like all these, all these guys who, you know, that can be useful in, in certain situations. You've got Terrence Davis hanging around too, or he might not actually. He, his contract might be up. I'm not sure, but um, you know, you've you've got you've got guys uh, in in that backcourt who you, you they'd be better served 
shipping out one at least and and yeah bringing back uh someone in that in that front court because as much as i love uh demonis sabonis he does you know you are somewhat limited in in, in what you can do you, you you need a good support system around him of guys who are more mobile uh and more athletic um just just to help him out uh and and so so yeah that's that's one thing i'm looking for but I think the Kings are hoping that yeah, the the, the Keegan Murray jump, uh, a more an even more confident De'Aaron Fox who's solidified himself as like a star in this league, and then yeah, that mm-hmm. that Duarte pickup, um, the, you know, can can hopefully keep these guys at the level that they were last year. But I just think I think that's tough uh, in a in a really competitive West. Hey, um, we we want to see this so, Canadian boy know. succeed. So uh, yeah, I Duarte, do. please ball out. That would be great. Do it, um, but like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of neither high or low on the Kings. I still, I still like what they do. I still yep. think uh, Mike Brown is a great coach, um, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think I expect their defense to be better this year. Like, a, a, you know, these guys having a year under that system of understanding what he wants. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough, man. The the league is just really really tough. And nothing, no no knock against the Kings. Yep. Uh, I know we they were our punching bag for a while. Um, but that was yeah, great. Good times. Tough. Yeah. For, for anyone who remembers, uh, Alex, uh, can you get like a, a one of those like a, like a high school graduation? Uh, get, Thanks for the memories. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe every single time that we talked about the Kings when we weren't supposed to, uh, be talking about them. Uh, that, that would be mad. good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roll, roll, roll the tape. Here we go. Um, but uh, to move on here, Jordan, uh, we're, we're staying in California. Like I said, we're not. I don't want to fucking go to Tucson. I don't want to go anywhere near there. Um, we're, we're talking about the L.A. Lakers. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Lakers, baby. You watch Winning Time, Matt? You watch uh, time? I don't watch any uh, shit like you that, to be honest. It? I don't. I Are didn't watch it. I'm serious. I'm now it's canceled. So uh, I don't want the cliff. I don't want to be left on a cliffhanger, man. I don't know what you happens should. after the Celtics win. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it. it yeah, that, that's that's a good point. But you Anything should watch it just, just just to check it out. It's just kind of funny. I'm not the biggest fan of the show. I think it's kind of ridiculous, but uh, you should check it out. Who was it? Uh, Jerry West was really pissed about the way he's portrayed. <laughs> oh, that he was gonna like sue yeah. them. Yeah, that's I'm not it. even gonna. I mean, I mean, people will know, but you that that's what I'm thinking of that you should watch. Uh, there's some uh, violence. If you want to watch Jerry West having violent sex, sorry, maybe violence, oh, nice. not the right. vigorous, vigorous sex. Uh, I would rather no, make it violent, Jerry. Let's get freaky. No, uh, but uh, even more freaky. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they they they've got a they they've got an interesting roster. That's for sure, Jordan. Uh, you know, so, a team that uh, again every year uh, there's a lot of question marks, a lot of potential, a lot of upside, but also a lot of uh, room for error here. Uh, you know, they're coming off of a conference finals appearance. Uh, you know, I, you and I both didn't, we, we didn't even think that, you know, they were going to be able to break into the, uh, the, the, the playoffs at one point, yeah. uh, let alone make it to the conference finals. So, uh, you know, uh, there you have to give them a, a little bit of respect. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, I, I really do. It's similar to, to the Clippers. It just comes down to, can Anthony Davis stay healthy? And is LeBron James still going to be LeBron James? Uh, they are a, uh, you know, a, a combination that I just don't feel like, uh, you know, the, 
the league can handle when they're at 100%. Uh, you know, it's it's tough to say, you know, LeBron James, 20 years into the NBA, uh, you know, will he still be uh, this, this dominant force? And, and like I said before, uh, at this point, I just believe he's going to be amazing for his entire career. I don't believe that there is going to be any drop-off. Uh, I, I, at this point, I'm sick of waiting. I don't think it's ever happening. Uh, but yeah. overall, I mean, aside from AD and LBJ, this team actually made a lot of great moves in the offseason. Uh, you know, picking up Gabe Vincent, Christian Wood, Torian Prince. Uh, you know, they drafted Jalen hood Shafino. Like, this is a squad that now has some great starters, great depth, development players. Like, the Lakers are actually trending in the right direction, not just for this season, but even into the future, uh, you know, in a potential uh, post-LeBron James era. Did you leave out uh, you Did know, you leave out my guy Cam Reddish? Did you fucking do that? Matt? I did. I, I did. I wasn't, wasn't going to talk about that guy. Um, but uh, I also left with Jackson Hayes, man. Uh, why don't you uh, stick up for him? Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, at the end of the day, you know, I, I really do think, Jordan, once again, this team could find their way back into the conference finals as long as Anthony Davis and LeBron can still, you know, play at this all-NBA, all-star level. Uh, and, and in a seven-game series, no matter what, the king's the king, man. He's going to he's gonna push you to the the, the breaking point. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to play the Lakers this season in any meaningful games. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually, I don't think I'm quite there with you on the level, but I, I, mo- I, I mainly agree that, yeah, I, I, I think this is a, a sneaky contender if, if you can keep uh, LeBron healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even care as much about AD. Like I, I, AD's just AD is AD. He's, if we can get a miracle season out of him, fine. But like. When Anthony, if Anthony Davis is on the court and LeBron's just not, like it doesn't make that much that big of a difference. But even if Anthony Davis is off and you have LeBron being LeBron, like he can, he can get so much out of the rest of these guys. And you sign Christian Wood uh, slash Rui, uh, you know these other guys you can play in the front court who can kind of take Anthony Davis Davis's I mean, place. We'll, like we'll, we'll see if Rui can also you know pick up uh, <laughs> from his weird playoff uh, outburst. I mean, I, I, I see, if I'm a Lakers a fan, I wouldn't rely on it. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you've got. I think when you're looking at the Lakers' outlook, you're like, oh yeah, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, Austin Reeves, uh, third best mm-hmm. player, uh, borderline All Star. It's like, hold on a second yeah. here. Let's let's give him a full season of real expectations. Uh, you know, of all the of all the Taylor Swift fans bearing down on him. Although, I guess that Travis Kelsey's problem now. But you know, well, there, there's going to be. It's going to be much harder for Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura and any of these guys who uh, were successful last year, you know, sort of on the fringes, to do it uh, with a full season of, of scrutiny. Like, the, the Lakers now, they're not going to... Like, it, at a certain point last year, they, they, they were trending up at, at the right time going into the playoffs where they had started the season so poorly where, you know, it was... They're almost playing with house money uh, yeah. in a certain sense, but they're not going to get off to that bad start again this year. I don't think they're they're going to be they're going to always be the hunted as the Lakers, um, and so I I I think they have the the potential to be really good, but I still part of me looks around and I'm like, is, is anyone really that reliable outside of your top guys? Like, you've still got D'Angelo Russell running things out there. Gabe Vincent is a great pickup. I agree. Um, but you know, he, he can only do so much and I, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait to, to, to 
see how things play out, but he was in that heat system. He was in that heat culture. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily going to uh, translate to, uh, you know, to, to, to La La Land. Um, so I'm cautiously high on the Lakers. I am. And, and I, you know, when, when they made all their moves in the off season, they were very sort of, in my mind, obvious sort of things that they had to do that re-signing Austin Reeves, uh, you know, getting these guys locked up, you know, drafting well, uh, Jalen Huchifino, you mentioned, I think he can contribute right away. I do. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think, they, they did what they had to do. I'm commending them for that, but they might sort of my the, in my gut of guts, Matt. Uh, you know, deepest gut check I can go mm-hmm. as far as I can go down in there. The the small intestine. Getting in there, man. Get I up don't in them guts. think. I don't think even with a healthy LeBron and AD, they quite have enough to beat a team like the Nuggets, who they're going to have to go through mm-hmm. again, um, getting to the finals. I just, I just, I would love to see them. I, I mean, they. The thing is, too, I mean, you know, Palinka, all those guys, you know, everyone in the front office is very smart. They've, they've made these signings not just to have them, but to, as, as trade assets here. I would not be surprised um, if if they they do another, you know, if LeBron demands another little package, uh, you know, package out for, for one more guy and maybe gets it right this time, not not package out for Russell Westbrook. Um, because I, I, I don't know, I think they could use one more star level guy and yeah i'm sorry to all the 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 fans who love him austin reeves yeah he's yeah. not uh he's still he's out not, he, he still can't out be on. your 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 third the third guy of your big three uh that wants to do anything i'm sorry and neither can dilo uh i mean that, that that's <laughs> either can dilo that's another spot no. when you look at this team like man easily 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 uh, uh maybe a top three worst defensive backcourt in the uh the nba uh i, I mean like the, the, yeah. they are going to allow people to just destroy them uh and, and at the end of the day like they don't like they've upgraded with their defenders but i mean lebron is not quite the the, the all, all all defense player that he once yeah. was uh, i mean like i love the the torian prince pickup uh and gabe yeah, vincent you know i think you kind of insert those guys because of their uh you know defensive ability jared vanderbilt uh, is still growing and you know has a, a lot of upside in that regard anthony davis you know when he wants to be uh, out there and he can be out there, uh, you know, he, he's a, he's a right. defensive monster as well. But uh, I mean, if you don't have Anthony Davis in that lineup, uh, you know, the Torian Prince isn't always showing up. Uh, I mean, and like you said, Gabe Vincent, we'll see if, uh, you know, was he a, a system player or is he, can he, is he really like that? This team, you know, it does have the, the, the makings of one of these Lakers teams that uh, looks like they could uh, they could be you know a potential contender uh, and then kind of fall flat in their face and then it's another season of uh, will they won't they trade someone uh, what's gonna happen blah 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 uh, you can already kind of like you can already kind of book it that we're gonna have uh, who's the big dog uh, for the Lakers uh, yeah. for the, the third year running uh, the, the only team that probably uh, have that every single year uh, but uh, I, I I'll say this as much as uh, you know I think there are a lot of question marks and a lot of things uh, that, that rightfully people should be concerned about I am considering the Lakers as a legitimate championship contending team in the there Western we Conference this year. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving away any picks, nothing like that, but I do think that they've got a chance, you know, the, to crack into that, uh, you know, be in that top five, top four spot and, uh, you know, make some noise. But, uh, uh, you know, again, this is, uh, it's going to be a, uh, every year with uh, the Lakers and every year uh, you have LeBron James, it's going to be a, a, a tough, tough, tough season, uh, no matter what, uh, going into it, because, you know, when we, we just don't know how to, 
evaluate a guy who's been an all NBA player for 20 years. Uh, you know, in our minds, our brains, it makes sense for them to be some kind of a fall off. But uh, you know, I think I think LeBron might uh, just be able to blow us out of the water one more time this year. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a it's a competitive league and uh, a team that uh, you know has kind of pushed their chips all into the middle of the table. Jordan, they want the ring, they want it now, and uh, they're not messing around. The Phoenix Suns. Uh, you know, we're doing a detour over in, uh, in, in, uh, in what's what's it called? Uh, Trying to think of where the uh, the Arizona Coyotes wanted to move and then got rejected. Oh. Uh, but uh, we're we're still in Arizona. Uh, we're we're gonna go hang out with the Wild Talking Cats. Stick Resort. Something about Talking Stick. No, uh, Mesa, Mesa. There we go, Mesa. Mesa. I'm going to say that. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Mesa? I don't know how to pronounce it. I, Who knows? I might be anti- never been to Arizona either. I'm, talking, my, live I'm, show, I'm talking myself into being anti-Arizona now. I've heard it's awesome to go to, for the record. But, yeah, uh, so anyone in Arizona, Austin hey, let, Matthews. Uh, how's us? How's us? Uh, let us come into a little party, big dog style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Phoenix Suns, uh, obviously, uh, you know the, this team is stacked, absolutely front loaded with talent. Uh, making the huge splash to go after Bradley Beal in the off season uh, to pair him along with Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, and, and even then, Jordan, I mean, on the the, the bench side, you know, you've got uh, reliable guys like Eric Gordon, a former Six Man of the Year, uh, Yuta Watanabe, who was one of the best three point shooters, our efficient uh, three point shooters last year. Uh, and then you've just got guys who you know are not really amazing guys to have coming off the bench like Katie beats uh, Diop and Saban Lee but have shown flashes in the past that you know maybe you know just just giving them a couple minutes a game they might be able to you know handle a bit of a workload uh, you know take that next step up in their career and then they got Bull Bull uh, just oh. chilling out there uh, you know maybe this is the the Bull Bull breakout year he just needs uh, he needs some time uh, but I mean overall Jordan this team, you know, with four all-star caliber players on it, uh, guys who have, uh, you know, proven themselves to be, uh, you know, stars in this league, do you think they're going to all be able to mesh, join together, and make this push finally winning an NBA championship? Because the Suns have been trying, but it's, uh, you know, they've been so close, they just haven't been able to, you know, get all the way. Is Bradley Beal going to be the guy that pushes them over that hill? It's a big question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are going to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really, I'm so curious to watch what exactly they do. Who's off the ball? Who's who's got the ball? How mm-hmm. are they doing it? You're, we we running pin downs here for another guy. You know, pick and roll is one guy kind of standing in the corner. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure they'll do a bunch of different things. Uh, but you know, that it's it's. Um, you know, I'm, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they do it, and I don't necessarily think that they are. You know, that I I I don't think anyone would say like they're the ideal backcourt pairing. They're kind of Hell no. like they're very similar players. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and again, as much as I like Devin Booker's uh the, the way he's approached defense over these last few years, he's still a guy who who just doesn't have the he, he's not capable of doing it every night like he when, yeah, when, he's not when a regular season up, no absolutely not and bradley beal i i still haven't even seen if he's uh even a playoff defender you know we'll see i'm sure they man he's this, that we have talked about this on the podcast that's still pissing me off when he first came into the league he could play defense and then he realized he could score 30 a night if he didn't <laughs> play right. any defense <laughs> you're right i know it's true so maybe maybe that is a encouraging sign maybe he'll he'll get back to it um, if you don't but, use it you lose it man yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, 
But like that that's just the biggest question. Like no one's quest no one's saying they're not uh probably the most stacked team in terms of top end talent in the league because you know th- those three guys um a- a- as your three best you know that, that you, that's uh, you you clear almost everybody else but mm-hmm. uh, and then you have DeAndre Ayton uh, uh, again as as sort of a, a a fourth head there um they they still don't really have a real point guard and again it's kind of with the, the, the I see a similar situation to uh the 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 Clippers playing out where you know it's kind of it's just hard to see and hard to make it work and hard to know whose turn it is uh you know so i'm i'm just not really high on the fit uh, of of this suns team mm-hmm. you know the the question will just be if their talent can can sort of outweigh that um and yeah for this one i i i don't know how to feel about the suns i really don't um you know and and it also comes down too to kevin durant if he can be like godlike kevin durant still mm-hmm. uh that's Avoid one thing but if we but yeah, if we if we see like he's becoming more injury prone, and again, it doesn't doesn't magically get better when you're 34 years old. If anything, it it, it signals that it's going to get worse, mm-hmm. or at or at best stay the same in terms of how many injuries you deal with on a year to year basis. Um, and you know he's 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 got a game that is going to age incredibly well with his ability to shoot over anyone. He doesn't have to be ex- explosive or athletic to, to be effective, but you know, it, he's still going to at some point see some decline. So you're, you're playing with fire here. If, if, if you're, if you're the Suns, uh, there's a little pun, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it, it's going to be interesting to see how things go. If things kind of start to go wrong for this team and if they're not as good as they think, um, because the other big, their their other big glaring weakness. Uh, I know you, you know they've got some guys off the bench. They did make really good moves. They got, they got Watanabe, and you mentioned Eric Gordon. That's great. They're still not a very deep yeah. team. Something that really bit them in the um, ass last postseason. Uh, they they had 100%. nobody to roll out outside of uh, no you know the, those 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 starting five guys playing forty two minutes. Uh, I mean yeah. hell, we're not even talking about it. Josh Okogie is going to be probably starting yeah. at the three. I mean like you know all respect to Okogie. But that's fucked. Like he's not a starter on a championship team. He just no. isn't. Even if he's playing with four All Stars, he isn't. Yeah. No, I know. And and they still have that that issue. Last year it was, it was Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton. Who's going to be that fifth guy? Who is it? Is it Tory Craig? Is it? Yeah. And and you know you you you. It was a gamble every every night because you just had no one you could really rely on. They still have that issue now. Obviously they've updated or upgraded Chris Paul to Bradley Beal, but. Still, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is a very I find the Suns very confounding uh, because yeah, it's going to be too, too. You know, the the traditional way of how to make a team and is a team good? They they've not really hit any any things on the checklist. But the 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 uh, the eternal trump card of uh, you know the Daryl Morey style. I'm just going to throw as many all stars out on the floor as I can, and we're going to make something work. Sometimes that is effective, so we'll have to see. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 right in the middle with the Suns. I, I yeah. I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to even call them a true contender yet. I need to see. This is a team that I need to see the first 25 games and then make my uh, make my assessment. Yeah. Combo, yeah. But. Well, I I I think it's fair because again, like a, like we said, kind of about Paul George, uh, you know, like a, a guy who can play make and you know get assist numbers, but isn't really a primary ball handler like. 
neither Booker or Beal will be that guy. It would almost make more sense to you know have uh, you know a sure-handed point guard and then have Booker play the three, uh, yep. and then just kind of go a little bit smaller there, like. Because uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you'd be able to outscore anybody. You're not really worried about the, the defensive end quite as much. Uh, but yeah, it I just seems like, again, we've, we've said it before with these teams that kind of, uh, you know, get top heavy. There's only one ball to go around. Yep. And uh, I, uh, I'm i definitely a little concerned about, uh, you know, how they're going to share the sugar uh, in, in Phoenix. Uh, and uh, it, it's... It's easily one of the hardest teams to beat in a seven-game series. I, I mean, every single night you're going to have to bring your best. If you don't have four reliable defenders uh, that are spread out uh, throughout different positions, like these guys are going to give you buckets and they're going to give you problems uh, on a nightly basis. But at the other side of it, again, one of these guys falls, the rest of the dominoes will uh, begin to crumble, and uh, it's uh, it, it could get scary in Arizona very quickly, depending on how things shake out. Arizona! Up. Uh, yeah, it's, hey, it's a spooky season almost. Uh, but uh, it's a uh, it's a team to watch. It's a team with a lot of a uh, lot of upside and potential, and uh, you know, gonna be a one of the most exciting teams in the NBA this season for sure. Uh, so uh, you know, keep your eyes uh, closely dialed into the the Phoenix Suns and uh, their activity this season. To wrap up the Pacific Division, the longtime top dogs of the division, uh, you know, they've. Uh, Started to kind of uh, hit their denouement. They're falling. They're uh, they're not quite uh, where they used to be. But the Golden State Warriors. Uh, this is a one of the weirdest rosters that I think I've seen in a long time. Still feels like kind of a fever dream. You know, you mentioned it. Uh, even even though I've got it all prepared here, uh, but you know, you mentioned it. Uh, you know, we were talking about the Suns. The Chris Paul trade is still. Uh, I'm racking my brain to understand why they thought this was the move but here we are with a, a potential chris paul steph curry starting backcourt um jordan this team i just i just don't know i just don't know um i've seen people who think you know they're still playoff contenders they're going to be able to you know make some noise in the west uh, i i i could see this team barely making the playoffs i wouldn't be surprised to see them miss the playoffs like uh, i think a lot of people you know as i i i think steph curry might may possibly be the, the greatest point guard of all time uh, you know especially you compare you know eras to uh, you know uh, everything concerned i mean if you say magic johnson uh, that's not a uh, a bad call go back to our all-time positional rankings episode uh, you can find it yeah. jordan and i have a good debate on that uh that conversation but uh all in all He's not going to will you at this current junction to any kind of deep playoff run uh, with the roster constructed around him. Uh, uh, I mean, we, we talked about it at length last year. Klay Thompson is not that guy anymore. I'm sorry to say no, it. He just no. isn't. Uh, having him potentially having to start at the three is not going to do you any favors. Uh, none of these young guys, Moses Moody, uh, he's not doing nothing. Uh, you've got Gary Payton, uh, the second, still playing. Uh, you know, like probably three uh, or four, which is just not going to work <laughs> when he's six foot two or three. Uh, you know, you got you got the come bucket, Jonathan Kaminga, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's not really someone you can rely on yet. I think he's got amazing upside, yeah. but the Warriors are just inept when it comes to developing young talent. Uh, and, and of course, it always feels bad too because my boy Wiggins is on this team, and he should be like maybe I, I might have to start campaigning to free Wiggins because uh, you know he he shouldn't have to be playing the four and. My biggest, biggest gripe for this whole team, and again, maybe they're going to play around with this. Maybe Chris Paul comes off the bench, which would be just asinine in itself. 
but Draymond Green at the five or Kevon Looney at the five, regardless, this team is so vertically challenged. It's too too much small ball now. <laughs> too much small ball now. You play yeah. one team with two seven footers, you're fucked. Uh, so they don't I'm have uh, anyone over six ten. They've got Sarich. This is that's it. And and he's coming off an ACL injury. He'd barely been playing. He can't uh, get off the ground. This is a this is a team that really concerns me uh, on pretty much every level. Uh, and, and I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed uh, by the Warriors this season. But I mean, Jordan, I, I want to hear your take on it. What you think is going to go on? And of course, I want to hear what you think about your your boy Chris Paul and his uh, his his new destination. Quite the journeyman now, Chris Paul as well, which is uh, something oh, yeah. I never thought we'd uh, we'd see. But uh, yeah. I mean, Golden State, Chris Paul, Golden State of mind. What do What do you think? Yeah, I, I was very quiet there, man. I was respectful. Uh, I'm zagging. I'm zagging big time. I'm no. zagging. Uh, oh. was, yeah. You are not good at that. evaluating the Warriors. I'm sorry, man. You're not. We've had this conversation. Nice I'm right try, on Matt. these guys. Nice try. Uh, they're gonna. I. 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 Okay. I don't think the Warriors are. I'm not. I'm not gonna say they're. You know, in in anyone's. I don't think they should be in anyone's. You know, top tier list of contenders. But um, I, I will say this: uh, of all the teams we talked about today, I like the Warriors the best. Wow, that's that's a statement, uh, man. That's definitely a statement. I think Steph is still incredible. Obviously, yep, yep, uh, yep. last year, um, you know, Steph is still Steph. I have lost, you know, I'll go through everybody one by one. I, I have lost faith in Clay as, in terms of, you know, the, the ability of to, to, to get back to what he was. But I do think he's slowly getting kind of more comfortable as an offensive guy, at least. He's never going to be that uh, defensive stopper he, he once was. He's just mm-hmm. too, too heavy-footed now. But I think offensively, even just as a spacer, uh, he used to do stuff off the dribble. He can't really get to the rim anymore now. But just as a spacer, I think he's just getting a bit more confident um and i think that's good for the team when when you look at chris paul coming in yeah i don't know steve kerr's being very uh careful i think with his words uh in terms of you know not not giving away whether chris paul really is going to start i think he said the other day they have six starters um that's against the rules uh steve you you need to try one of those guys yeah you can give it a try um but whether he starts or not I, I do think, you know, what, what in, in, and people have alluded to it, like they haven't had that type of guy since, since um, oh my God, who is it? Like someone like uh, Sean Livingston, who mm-hmm. came off the bench as a, like, a, a point guard in the early um, uh, uh, Warriors days, and you know, they were good in, you know, 14, 15, uh, 16. Um, and obviously completely different players but like they since since then they haven't really had a guy to come on and say okay I'm going to take the ball and do something with it so Steph can can rest or Steph can go off ball they haven't really had that guy they tried to do it with Jordan Poole it didn't really it, clearly it didn't ultimately really, you know work yeah, out what, what happened yeah what happened doesn't... Jordan Poole what happened there that was weird <laughs> well it was just it was a it was a punch in the face uh you know to mm-hmm. to uh to a lot of people but um it, like they haven't had that type of player to just you know come in and 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 uh, like I said uh, you know immediately when it happened, Chris Paul is going to if anyone's going to bring around bring along your young guys or get the most out of your bench. Uh, whereas whether he starts or not, I think he's going to spend a lot of time leading like a bench unit. Um, it it, it it's going to be him, and so 
I, I, I like the pickup. I, I, I really do. I, I, it's not seamless if, if you're thinking of, okay, he's he's now your starter next to Steph. Obviously, that, that, that that's not going to really make sense, even if they do it. Um, but I think if, if they do do it, it'll just be to be like, okay, Chris, I know you've started every game of your career. You can start, but I feel like he'll play like, you know, five minutes and then they'll start staggering him and then, you know, the, the, they'll act as if he was a bench player from then on out. He's 38 mm-hmm. years old, for God's sake. Um, but I, I like that. I like that sort of, you know, him leading a bench unit, him him getting the young guys involved. I would not be surprised if Jonathan Kaminga all of a sudden becomes that contributor that we've been waiting him for him to to become and that that's because of Chris Paul and what yeah. he can do. We've seen him bring... Just learn how to do young, a pick and roll. Young Bing guys along, Exactly. Um, and then, you know, I, I made fun of Saric there a little bit, but he's, uh, you know, in, in terms of just getting some more front court depth, I think he will help help them out in, in having a bit, you know, uh, uh, someone who can space the floor a little bit, who can rebound a little bit. You know, he's nothing special, but I, I like the pickup. And then, lest we forget, the, the Warriors didn't have Andrew Wiggins all of last year. He looks to be ready to go again. Um, and, 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 and I think, as, a, you know, a guy who... MVP conversation. That, I, I agree. There you go. Well, a guy the season before that had such an incredible playoff run and an incredible finals and was so good. Like I think he's going to come in with you know confidence at an all time high. He's still only twenty eight years old, smacked out in the middle of his prime, um, and 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 able to take that scoring pressure off of a guy like Steph. I don't know, man. And Draymond, Draymond is still Draymond. I, I you know, he's not going to have you know we're not going to have any uh, you know violence hopefully between teammates. Um, you know. I, I, they, 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 they've got Usman Garuba there now who can, you know, is a young guy who might, might be able to contribute. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm higher on probably than most, um, on, uh, on the Warriors. And I didn't even mention Moses Moody as well. Another guy who Mo- Mo- could Mo- benefit from playing next to Chris Paul and knowing, you know, he's, he's a guy who, who I think could really benefit from having like a, a classic setup man to, to get him in the right spots. Um, and you mentioned Gary Payton. Another guy who didn't play last year, who mm-hmm. was so important to them in their championship run, he's he's uh, you know by all accounts back and healthy. I, I hate to say it because I hate the Warriors, but uh, I I I like them, and I'm I'm going the opposite way. Watch out! I think they're you know maybe they're they're I don't think they're gonna take the regular season all that seriously and you know get the one seed or anything. Yeah. But when the playoffs roll around, if they've got this team all healthy. Um, I would be, they'd be one of the last teams that I would want to face uh, in the West, if I'm honest. Well, uh, you know, Jordan and I, obviously differing opinions here on uh, how the Warriors yeah. season is going to play out. Maybe uh, we can get a bet going. Hey, this man. Is bet that, that, might, that might, that might, that, that is true. That, this is a team to circle for that. Uh, but we want to know what you guys think. Uh, let us know at Big Duck Ball Talk, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, let us know, uh, you know, do you think the Golden State Warriors could be a, a sneaky contender? Do you think they're a bubble uh, play-in team? Uh, let us know. Uh, or, you know, who, who you're picked to, to be the best team in the Pacific Division this year. Uh, you know, Lakers, Suns, Kings, Clippers. Uh, there's a lot of uh, potential talent out here, uh, but we want to hear from you guys. So uh, give us a follow up at Doug Ball Talk, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to you guys for any takes, questions, or anything you guys spitball at us. But uh, we're gonna be back with the final division, the Southwest Division. Uh, very, uh, it's, it's an interesting one. We're gonna be feeling the heat when we're talking about this division. Uh, so uh, you know, be sure to check that out on Friday. Uh, that's when that one will be coming out. Uh, barring any Damian Lillard trade updates, uh, again, this is being recorded. Uh, 
prior to the, the Damian Lillard move. So uh, if that's yes. happened, uh, you know, uh, our bad. Welcome but, to uh, Toronto, baby. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I just, I just, yeah, you jinxed it. It's not happening. Oh, God damn yeah. it, man. Good job, man. Dame, Damon Portland for the next four years. Uh, but this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel. We will see you again on Friday. And as my good friend Jordan, always. Don't give me a soup, Matt. Give soup. me a stew. Soup. Stew over soup. soup. Stew over soup. soup all day, man. Brianna Stewart. Um, there you go. Uh, but, WNBA uh, reference think, of the year. There we go. We did it. <laughs> but Hit the quota. Did she just win uh, MVP? Did I see that? Yep, I believe uh, so. Back to back, I think. See, we are fans. Where are the, the WNBA playoffs at? I, I need to check this out because I think they're, they're, they're heating up. But, hey, you can gamble uh, them. To my original point, Matt, uh, uh, stew over soup. But if you offer me a bowl of delicious corn soup, I'm going to take that all day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think I know what you're saying, man. I think I, I think I get what you're saying. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm more of a Wayne's uh, Wayne's spicy hot dog soup if I'm if I'm picking right. one or the other. Uh, yeah. Where would you consider the listeners stew? won't know what either of these are, but uh, trust me, you 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 need these. You need these uh, these these culinary put, creations. Put this stew in your life. <laughs>